If doctors, nurses, and grocery store clerks can wear a mask for 10 or 12 hour shifts, you can wear a mask for an hour or less when you go to the store. Do your part. Mask up, America. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome to Season 3 of the Baby Names Podcast. Naming the world one baby at a time. Here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss. And we're the founders of BabyNames.com. And we are sisters too. We are. So our first segment is always interesting names we found since the last episode. And I found an interesting one from the credits of a Belgian TV show called Undercover. And it's Murad, M-O-U-R-A-D-E. Now, I looked it up. It's the Persian form of the Arabic male name Murad, M-U-R-A-D, meaning wish or desire. So I think that's kind of cool. And I've added the spelling M-O-U-R-A-D-E to our database. I think it could work for any gender. I like the name Darsha this week. Darsha is a feminine form of the Sanskrit name Darshan, which means observing and understanding. This also reminds me of the name Daishan, someone I knew a few years back. I also saw the name of Madonna's twins. One is a steer, E-S-T-E-R-E, which I think is very pretty and means star. A steer's twin is named Stella, which also means star. That's an interesting take on naming twins. Have the names sound different, but have the same meanings. What do you think about that, Jen? Well, interestingly enough, I believe Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R, was Madonna's Kabbalah Hebrew name when she was all into that. Then she adopted the twins in 2017, Um, so maybe she based it on that. Who knows? Now, she also has one biological daughter, Lourdes Maria Chacone Leon, who is now 22. (laughs) Well, I guess that can't be so surprising since my baby's going to be 28 soon. And mine's going to be 25 craziness. I know. (laughs) Okay, so here we are, so close to the finish of this godforsaken year, (sighs) and our most anticipated episode, the top most popular names of 2020. I bet Luna's in the top 10. Well, we'll get to that. First, I want to do another recap for those who haven't tuned into the podcast about how our list is compiled and how it's different from the Social Security list. We compile our top name list from the names added to the user's favorite name lists. And that's per particular name list. So it doesn't matter if somebody added the name Luna 20 times. That's not going to hold weight. It just counts how many name lists Luna has been added to in the past year. The other thing we do that the Social Security Office does not do is we combine homophonous names. So like Aiden with an A-N and Aiden with an E-N. We consider that in terms of trending, the same name. We also combine Amelia and Emilia, even though it might sound a little different. Right. And that is definitely one that's probably right on the edge. Yeah. You have two variations of the same name, for sure, you know, with the same meaning. 
it could be a little bit of a pronunciation difference depending on your dialect, I would say. Exactly, exactly. Now, the other thing is that the U.S. Social Security list is actual births. They get them from the Social Security cards that are applied for in the United States per year. And our users are from all over the world. Although we are primarily U.S.-based, we get about 80% of visitors from the U.S., but we also get a smattering from many other countries. So that's also something to take into account. Yes, definitely. So I want to go over the top 10 boys. Let's see. Uh, Number one, Oliver beats Liam to the number one spot by about 10% up. So that's a healthy lead. Now, we all know that Liam is number one for the Social Security list, but I believe that Oliver's probably going to beat it in the next couple of years. So Liam is holding at number two, Theodore three, Ethan four, Aiden and Aiden make a comeback from number 23 last year. This is the name that will not die. Mm -mm. (laughs) Benjamin's at six, then Declan, Gabriel at eight, Finn at nine, and Elijah at 10. So what we see here is still a lot of biblical names, Gabriel, Benjamin, Ethan, and Ethan, or Eitan as it's pronounced mm-hmm. in Hebrew. But we also have those Irish names. Mm-hmm. Celtic, Irish, Scottish. What do you think of Theodore? I'm really surprised at Theodore. For our generation, Theodore was a cartoon chipmunk. You know, it was a singing cartoon chipmunk. And for our sister's generation, it was Beaver Cleaver's name on television, Theodore Cleaver, which, by the way, I just got a new autographed photo by Jerry Mathers, and it's up on my celebrity wall. Oh, my God, you're just like that. I like the name Theodore or the nickname Theo. Theo alone is at number 30. Didn't I predict that Theo was going to become number one soon, or was that Ethan? I don't know, but they both have very similar sounds. They do. It's the TH sound that's in it. I still think both names, which I like, are headed to usurp the top names Liam and Oliver. However, those boy names are strongly ensconced in the first couple spots, so it's going to take a coup. Definitely. I like the name Theodore. It was also the name of the brother of Vincent van Gogh. Vincent van Gogh is the actual pronunciation. Um, What I think is interesting is Declan. And I wonder where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. Now, we know Elvis Costello's real name is Declan, Declan McManus. But more recent celebs include Declan McKenna. He's a British singer-songwriter and activist. There's Declan Donnelly, a UK TV show host. And as for characters, Vampire Diaries had a Declan, as did this TV series Revenge, although that's been over for a while. And also, Declan Harp is the name of Jason Momoa's character on the Netflix show Frontier. And that started in about 2017. So that might have had an influence on Declan. I think that's definitely the case. That's my opinion. Okay. I bet it's Jason Momoa's character on the Netflix show Frontier. Probably. 
Celtic names are popular for boys. There's Liam, Aiden, Declan, and Finn in the top 10, as we said. Further down the charts are Reese, Connor, Callum, and Logan. I'm still a big fan of Reese, although it has the coffee shop problem. And they'll all put R-E-E-C-E or S-E. And the most popular spelling, by the way, is R-H-Y-S, which I think right. is really cool. Yeah, the Welsh spelling. You know, and for once, I actually like the Welsh spelling. The Welsh spelling. And it, <laughs> however, the more it becomes popular, I think they're going to see it become easier for more people to recognize how to spell and say it. Okay, now on to the top 10 girl names. We have Amelia and Emilia, like we were saying, A-M-E-L-I-A and E-M-I-L-I-A. Charlotte is number two. Three is Aurora. Four is Violet. Five is Olivia or Olivia, A-L-I-V-I-A, which I don't like. Six is Ava. Seven is Aria with both spelling, like the song. And like Game of Thrones. What is eight, Jennifer? Luna. Boom, chicka, boom, boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) And then Isla for nine. I think I say Isla every time. And Hazel is number 10. I love that Hazel is number 10. That was our grandma's name. I know, and I talk about that in a little bit. On the U.S. birth charts, Amelia has been rising fast since 2010 and is currently number seven, but has not quite made the number one spot. I predict that it will in the next one to three years. Now, on the social security charts, Amelia with an E was number 42. And like I said, they don't combine the stats. So I'm not sure it will reach number one. Of course, the E spelling in baby names was influenced by Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. And 18% of our users who put Amelia on their lists used the E spelling. Are people still naming their baby Khaleesi? (laughs) Well, according to the Social Security list, it hit number 548 in 2018, but had dropped to 582 in 2019. And that's a pretty big drop. On our charts, it is nowhere in the top 1,000 for 2020. So hopefully that is faded. Bye, Khaleesi. (laughs) I just made that up. Hashtag bye, Khaleesi. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever. I think you are right about the E and Amelia being influenced by Game of Thrones. And of course, there is Arya, like we said, in the top 10. Yeah, definitely. I maintain that I'm not a fan of alternate spellings. Now, that doesn't mean if there are two popular variations, I don't have a preference. I am definitely a fan of Vivienne. But again, I have always been fond of E-N-N-E names and other French variations like Et, like Babette. I also like paying attention to our grandmother's names, like you mentioned, Hazel and Eleanor. Hazel is number 10 and Eleanor is number 24. Well, I think Wren is interesting at 51. I know that's a name you don't like, W-R-E-N as in the bird. Gemma, with both spellings G or J, hits number 53. We've talked about Saoirse in the past, talking about Irish Celtic names. That is at 65. And Juniper, (laughs) Jennifer Juniper, at 77. Again, Wren and Juniper being the nature-y bird flower names are still in style. Now, for boys, I think it's interesting that Alistair debuts at number 46. Wow. 
Yeah, and I combined the spellings of A-L-A and A-L-I, and I don't have any idea where that comes from. Mm -hmm. Lincoln is now dropping already from 39 to 49. Pretty big hit. Ace, (laughs) the name of our cat growing up, hits the charts at number 88. And Caspian, C-A-S-P-I-A-N at 96. Like the C. Now, with the C, right. No, 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 no. Like the C, the Caspian C. Oh, like the C. Okay. Now, you had predicted that Kobe would be popular in 2020 because of the death of the popular basketball star but that hasn't hit our top 1000 it will be interesting to see if it's on the 2020 birth charts for the u.s i am really surprised that kobe is not higher especially like you said in the top thousand i think probably that's because it is so highly recognized by just the first name like madonna and prince definitely No one really needs to say Kobe Bryant anymore. Everyone just says Kobe. Right. Yeah. Now, going through the top 500 names, we talked about Theodore and Theo. And on the girl side, Thea, with an A, is number 76. Theodora is 201. And Althea, A-L-T-H-E-A, is number 373. But no Theodosia yet. I love Beatrix at 158, Cassia is 351, and Cassiopeia at number 444. Amaryllis, another nature name, is at 454. Ambrosia is at 473. Oceana, 477. And I really like Lavender at 488. Lavender is a pretty name. I'm surprised it's only at 488. And also, of course, it's a Harry Potter name. Oh, okay. We talked about those. Now, on the boys' side, in the top 500, I love Amadeus at number 361 in honor of Mozart, the composer. And I noticed... Theon at number 304. We talked about that in the Game of Thrones episode. It is definitely a Game of Thrones name. We mentioned that Theon Greyjoy was a sad character, which I just now got that Greyjoy kind of means sad joy or Mm. muffled joy. So that's interesting, too. Mm -hmm. Um, However, everything worked out for him in the end. No No spoilers. spoilers. What I really noticed now is that we're seeing an influx of god and goddess names. For example, Odin, Loki, Persephone, Lilith, Freya, Andromeda, Cassiopeia, Apollo, Adonis, and even Achilles at 425. And I wonder if that's a part of the whole power names phenomenon. Sure. Yeah, we've talked about power names that are character-based, like Rogue and Maverick. And then we talked about the weapon names, like Remington, Colt, and Blade. And now here's a new subcategory of powerful gods and goddesses. So my theory is that parents want to infuse a sense of power into their children, especially during this time of uncertainty and powerlessness over the virus. What do you think about that? 
I think you're right. I like seeing the goddess names showing up. You can be beautiful and strong and wise at the same time. The strong and victorious names do not always have to be male. Absolutely. Okay, so let's finish the segment with predictions for 2021. Mal? I still think we're going to see an uptick for Kobe, but that is going to be outshined by hopeful names like Mm -hmm. Joy, Spirit, and names after family members. We can't forget that there have been over 250,000 deaths in just the U.S. That's a lot of family members to recognize and honor. So therefore, I think we're going to see names from the 50s and 60s become more popular. So whereas the names from the early 1900s have been taking over the girl names, I think that's going to move to mid-century names now, like Dorothy. Interesting. Yeah, I think life is unpredictable. And after 2020, there's really no way to forecast anything. Mm -hmm. In fact, my big joke is... 2020 is proof that there are no such thing as psychics. (laughs) But seriously, folks, if I were to pinpoint trends, I'd say that because of the current world zeitgeist, people are going to be turning to family names, like you said, for nostalgia and the feeling of home and safety. And also these power names will be prevalent for the next one to three years as we try to recover from our PTSD and gain a sense of control again. So what do you guys think out there of the top names of the year? Have you spotted any trends that we haven't? What names have you seen in your circles of family and friends? Write us at podcast at babynames.com. If you want to see the full list of the top 100 names of 2020, the link is right on top of the homepage at babynames.com. And we'll also put a link in this episode's show notes. I'll also be writing a blog post revealing the top 500 names this week, so watch for that. Detective Ryan Doherty is assigned a curious case of husband and wife who appeared to have died of natural causes on the same night. During his investigation, he meets the mysterious Catherine Lully, a psychic empath and person of interest. As Ryan is drawn into Catherine's unconventional world, he risks the case and his life to find out if she's for real or the real killer. Town Red is the first in a series of Mysteries with a Metaphysical Twist by Jennifer Moss. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. Actress Sasha Peters from Pretty Little Liars fame has announced the arrival of her first child with husband husband. <laughs> Husband Hudson Schaefer. Sasha shared that her son was born on November 6th, and his name is Hendrix Wade Schaefer. Hendrix is the first child for the couple who have been married for two years. Okay, well, Bachelor in Paradise couple Jade Roper and Tanner Tolbert have announced the arrival of their third child together, a boy named Reed Harrison Tolbert. Reed joins three-year-old daughter Emerson and one-year-old son Brooks. You know, I know it's the dad's name, but I actually like the name Tanner. Tanner, Gunner, it's kind of the same thing. Of course, it's from a surname, which means a leather or hide tanner. It's occupational. Interesting. Philadelphia Phillies player Bryce Harper has announced the arrival of his second child with his wife, Kayla, 
a girl named Brooklyn Elizabeth Harper. The couple have one older son, Crew, K-R-E-W, Aaron, A-R-O-N, who is almost two. Yeah, so he's one of the best baseball players in the world. So we should definitely follow this information. I wonder if he named his son after Hank Aaron. It's not the same spelling. It's a spelling of Elvis's middle name. A-R-O-N. So maybe he's an Elvis fan. Maybe he is. Reality star Mike Sorrentino, known as The Situation on the popular TV series Jersey Shore, has announced that he and his wife, Lauren Pesci, are expecting their first child together. The baby is due in May of 2021. Jinger Duggar, better known as Ginger Duggar. I just hate the spelling of her name. It's J-I-N-G-E-R. It's like Jingle Bells. Anyway, let's do this again. Ginger Duggar Vuolo has announced the arrival of her second child with husband Jeremy Vuolo, a girl named Evangeline Joe Vuolo. This is the second daughter for the couple who welcomed Felicity Nicole in 2018. I wonder if Evangeline will choose to go with Joe. I think Joe Vuolo has a great sound. It's one of those names that you'll always have the first and last name put together. Like I have a friend, Andy Feldman, and he's never just Andy. He's always Andy Feldman, you know? (laughs) But, you know, she could go by Vangie, which is a very popular nickname for Evangeline. So she'd be Vangie Vuolo. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know if I like the name Vangie. It sounds like vagina. Okay. But anyway... (laughs) Um, singer-songwriter. My Vanjie is hurting. (laughs) All right. Singer-songwriter Fantasia Barino has announced that she is expecting her first child with husband Kendall Taylor. The American Idol season three winner wrote, God, I want to thank you. You gave us a seat even when the doctor said that one of my tubes was closed. You said different. I can't wait to see who he or she acts like. The baby will join a blended family as Fantasia has two older children, Dallas Xavier, 8, and Zion Quarry, 19. And Kendall has one son, Treshawn. Hmm. Dutch model Romy Stride has announced the arrival of her first child, a baby girl, with her husband, Laurens Van Leeuwen. They named their daughter an unusual name, Mint. Mint Van Leeuwen. Now, mint is a spice and a flavor, the name coming from the Arab menta. I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's not terrible. (laughs) I feel like mint would have been a better name for Rupert Grint's baby rather than Wednesday. Mint Grint? (laughs) I don't think mint Grint works, but I will tell you, everybody, I actually like the name mint. There you go. I kind of like it, too. (laughs) I think it's cute. Maybe Mint or Minty is coming up soon with a a renaissance. Well, you know, uh, Minty is short for Araminta, which is an actual female name. A-R-A-M-I-N-T-A. That's a very old-fashioned name. So Mint could be short for Araminta or it could be just on its own, a nature name. And on a serious note, Meghan Markle... Duchess of Sussex, opened up in a New York Times op-ed that she suffered a miscarriage this past July of 2020. Mm. We thank Meghan and Harry for opening up about their loss and helping break down the walls of stigma surrounding this tragic loss that 
too many people experience in silence. We're keeping their family in our thoughts and wish them all the strength and love to heal. I love Megan and Harry. I do hope they get through this. It's such a tough year for everyone. Yeah. For more celebrity news, go to babynames.com and click Celebrities in the menu. We also have a searchable database of celebrity baby names throughout the years. Just click Celebrity Baby Names in our menu. And now our last segment is where we take questions from you, our listeners. Why don't you read the first one, Mal? Okay. Hello, Jennifer and Mallory. Will Ursula ever make a comeback? My reasons that it potentially could include it fits with the trend of girl names ending with an A. Mm -hmm. A lot of the three-syllable girl names are popular. Lots of names from that era are making their comebacks right now. People like Shakespeare names. Mm -hmm. The sea witch from The Little Mermaid is more of a positive icon now than she was in the 90s. People love her now. Okay. Reasons what? I don't know. I don't know that people love <laughs> Ursula. I just, okay, go ahead. Reasons I still think it won't, though. People don't seem to be gravitating towards names that start with a U. Thank you for your podcast that I can listen to during the pandemic. I also have to read your old blog posts. Way back in 2016, Jennifer wrote positive things about the name Luna. All the best, Catherine. I did. So I had to look it up to make sure she was right. And it was a blog post titled, Will Luna Become Dated? in 2016. And I said, as of 2015, the name Luna is currently ranked 38 on our charts, up from 42 the previous year. It's not rising fast enough to signify that it will make the top 10 anytime soon. However, you never know. So, womp, womp, womp. You were wrong. I was wrong. Maybe it was wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I also said my ultimate advice is if you and your partner both love the name, go for it as long as your last name isn't Tick. Uh-huh. Okay. So if I had to answer this question again now, I'd say yes, Luna will become dated because it has hit the top 10 and will be associated with this particular time frame and era. Now, Similar names, Lena and Lana, have become dated. Uh, however, it might just become an evergreen name like Laura, although I doubt it. Jennifer, what's an evergreen name? It's a name that always stays in style, like Laura or Catherine. Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Michael. As for Ursula... It is a Shakespeare name, much ado about nothing, but I personally can't get past the big purple octopus. I've been binging on Poldark, PBS, and a baby was just named on that show, Ursula, and I kind of cringed. I think some alternative names could be Eloise, Rosalie, or Rosalind, which have similar sounds. But they're, like you said, the U names are not in style. There were no U names for girls in our top 1000 for 2020. How about Uma, like Uma Thurman? I think that's a good alternative, too. I like the name Uma. I always have, but I also like Uma Thurman. What about Ursula? I'm not a fan of Ursula. I'm the same way. I can't get past the big purple octopus. All right, now on to our second letter. Hi, Mallory and Jennifer. I write this email to you wonderful ladies from sunny Sydney, Australia. 
I have recently stumbled across your podcast and cannot get enough. (laughs) I've listened to episodes on repeat for months now. (laughs) Okay. I've also recently become a mom after a few years of IVF. We welcomed our son Flynn Cohen January of this year in our planning number two. We have a girl and boy named Hot to Trot, and I'm curious to know your opinions. Firstly, our last name is Tonky, T-O-N-K-I-H. My husband comes from a Russian background. For a girl we love, Isla, I-S-L-A, it's number four on the charts here and has been for a while, so I'm partial to finding an alternative. I've recently stumbled across Ellis. Do you have any suggestions that come to mind or even thoughts on Isla Ellis? For a boy, it's going to be Theodore Reed, R-E-I-D. What are your thoughts on Flynn Cohen? I know in the States, Cohen has come across offensive, but I don't feel like it's the same here. It's a name that's gaining popularity. Also, my great-grandfather's name was Cohen, and I believe his father was as well. Looking forward to hearing your feedback and more episodes. Love your work. Sharn. S-I-A-N. Sharn. That's an interesting name. You know, I... I have never heard of Cohen being an offensive name. It's just a Jewish name. Yeah. You know, it's just a traditionally Jewish name. Surname. Surname, certainly. Yeah. But I have not ever known for it to be offensive. Maybe I'm missing something. But I think it's a perfectly great name, Flynn Cohen Tonky. And Cohen Tonky kind of has the alliteration that I always like. And Flynn is definitely... popular and of course so is Theodore as we've talked about yeah Isla's up there I think Isla at this point has become overdone I like the name Ellis though and I'm not really one that usually likes gender neutral names but I think Ellis works yeah and I like both Ellis and Elliot for girls now Elliot was a character on Scrubs yeah so I like that crossover too because Elle is popular for girls in Ella that it's a natural extension of that sound what about Eliza that's also a Hamilton name yeah I like Eliza All right, stay tuned for our last episode of the season. In two weeks, we will pick the best and worst celebrity baby names of the year with a special guest, our very own celebrity baby blogger, Kate Fan. What a great name for a celebrity blogger. (laughs) That's true. I never thought of that. And we also want to feature your opinion on celebrity baby names this year. So you can either write us at podcast at babynames.com, call our message line at 702-848-5510, or post your ideas to our Facebook group, The Baby Names Podcast. Happy holidays, folks. Stay safe, stay home, and stay healthy. Yes, definitely. Bye, Mal. I love you. Happy holidays. Love you, too. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye to you. <laughs> <laughs>